Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Tough Love Terry podcast. On today's episode, I sit down with my friend Nikki Marie, who is an amazing photographer, but an equally epic self-portrait photographer. As part of my self-portrait series, I've been interviewing people that uh, do similar work that I do using their bodies as a way to explore body image, sensuality, and things like that. And so I really wanted to get a peek into why self-portraits were so important to Nikki and I'm really excited to share with you what she shared with me. So without further ado, I introduce to you Miss Nikki Marie. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. Today I'm super excited because I have Nikki with us. And Nikki, how would you describe yourself to us? Um, I am a boudoir photographer. I am obsessed with photography. I love um, taking pictures of everything. I love taking pictures of my kids. Um, I have a background in graphic design. I am a mom. I have three kids. I have a dog and a cat and a husband and I just <laughs> live in that I photography a couple years ago. And I just, I love boudoir. I love photographing women. I love empowerment. Um, I've always kind of been focused on self-portraits from the get-go. So I love doing that. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. Awesome. No, that's perfect. So when it comes to doing self-portraits, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because- uh-huh your photos all the time and they're always beautiful oh thanks uh and I'll make sure to post like links where people can find your work and follow along and all that good stuff um so you said um wait like you've always kind of done self-portraits what yeah that's kind of like where I got started with boudoir photography before I even really know what boudoir was um I had my husband like take pictures of me like nude in front of a window like black and white when I was pregnant with my first daughter and like, I was just like, this is just how I want to be photographed. Like, I don't want to wear clothes. I just want to be like, that's just how I wanted to show up. I didn't even know what boudoir was. Yeah. And then I had another photographer reach out to me and he was like, Hey, I kind of want to do stuff like what you did with your window. And I was like, no, like I, I was like, not into it at all. I was like, I don't feel sexy. I don't feel good. And that's like one of my biggest regrets is not doing something like that. And then, um, nothing really happened for a couple of years. And then Uh, One day I kind of grabbed my husband's (laughs) camera and I did like a little selfie session. And I was like, these, like, I feel like I've never seen, never seen myself from any angle before. And I'm just like, like, I, I felt very empowered by it. I felt very sexy. And I was like, these would turn out a lot better if I could actually get behind the camera. And so I kind of just started like photographing my friends and, and kind of like that. So like self-portraits have always kind of been there like and for my journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Similarly for me that, um, uh, my photography, like it's always been there since I was a kid, but really it wasn't until I was doing self-portraits to help me get technically good at photography. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. While I was over in Korea. And then when I came back to Canada is when I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I could do this as a job. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. Maybe I wouldn't recommend like immediately jumping into it to people listening, but yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah portraits are a great way to become technically mm-hmm. familiar with uh not mm-hmm. just your camera but also your angles <laughs> yeah like and learning poses and learning like the way that my like the way that the light comes through my studio I mean I would like look at other photographers work 
and like I couldn't quite recreate it and it's just like you have to figure out your own space like you can't always do every single pose that other photographers do so yeah it was very much like an educational thing from the get-go yeah awesome so yeah one of the things with your self-portraits are that they are very sensual I would say Yeah. Um, that's very important to you, I think, to capture that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that for you. Like I know, for example, my version of self-portraits for me is using my body as a form of activism yeah. to like to show bodies like mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think similarly, yours is also a form of activism to mm-hmm. show like almost pride in sensuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that women have been taught to you keep that behind closed doors kind right of. yeah like I live in Indiana which is like very midwestern like there's a lot of like <laughs> there's a lot of shame that you know that I had growing up and like about sexuality and everything was very much like in school we didn't learn about sex it was like sex is bad like you know the sex ed teacher literally was like like abstinence it was like abstinence 100 it was like every person that you have sex with it's like you are sticky tape and every person you have sex with makes you less sticky that was <laughs> my education in high school yeah so it was like so yeah for me it's like a lot of freedom it's a lot of getting rid of that shame and um I'm a very I feel like I'm a very sexual person just naturally so like I feel like my pictures come off that way because that's how I am yeah. Um, and like, I listen to like <laughs> very sexy music like when I take portraits and I think it kind of comes off that way a lot of times but I just photograph myself how I want to be photographed for the most part. Um, I like kind of like <clears throat> playing a role as a character in a movie. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play this role today. And like, there's like fragments of my personality in each of those like roles. But like, I kind of like the idea of just like pretending like you're the star of your own movie or whatever. And I think that's just very, it's very fun. It's very playful. Like, I love that. Yeah. And that, that I could definitely see in your work for sure is this Mm -hmm. like where, and I think that's another thing what like with boudoir in general that we can offer our clients is like, yeah, like everyone has multiple dimensions to them, but as women taught that Mm -hmm. you are one way and one way only it's like, no, now we're going to take these tiny parts yourself that are just like a flicker of a flame and like blow some oxygen all over that so it becomes like a full force fire uh, in a photo shoot and it's so fun to do that Mm -hmm. Um, so do you get like messages from people at all not um, well maybe you get negative ones I don't really care about those but like more so from people that you've kind of helped like in terms of seeing you showing up as your best version of yourself or how you want to yeah Yeah, I always ask clients when they come in, like, sorry, my dog's barking at the Amazon guy. <clears throat> I always ask my clients how they found my page or like what made them want to book with me. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, I found you on Google, but then I found your Instagram and I just kind of like fell in love with you. I felt like I knew you. I felt very comfortable with you. And, you know, I'm asking people to come into my house and to take their clothes off. Like it's a very like vulnerable experience for them. And so I feel like the least that I can do is to do the same thing for them and just be very vulnerable and very open and be like, this is my body. Like, this is the way that I look like, you know, and like, I'm still kind of working on like showing kind of like more behind the scenes or like pictures of myself without makeup on. And like, that's the thing that's really hard for me is like showing that vulnerability. Cause it's like, you know, if people know that I have acne, will they not like, (laughs) so silly, you know what I mean? So being more vulnerable, vulnerable in that sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I think too, like the beauty of doing self-portraits is that mm-hmm. you can take those photos and work on that behind the scenes without necessarily having to share them or right. go 
them to people though I know for me it's always the ones that I'm like ah when I take a photo I'm like you know what? I should share this. Because- no. Yeah. It's like that discomfort. Whenever there's discomfort, I kind of am like, why am I uncomfortable about this? And like, you know, maybe other people feel uncomfortable about this and like maybe someone, and like, I share a bunch of stuff. Like there's still a lot of stuff about myself. I don't post about, but I, I feel like I share a lot more than most people do. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm like this, but I feel like maybe I'm helping somebody by like help, like talking about what I'm going through. And, and I'm like, even if I help one person, I don't, really care like I don't I'm I don't really care like what people think about me I'm just kind of like living (laughs) I'm just living you know and that's the thing that I also kind of went like started thinking about was like you know what it's not about me actually if I just put this out there it could help one person and even yeah put your ego aside yeah put the ego aside a little bit yeah and and I always the question I always or the thing I always tell myself is like really you think you're the only one in the whole world experiencing that come on right yeah and then I'm like yeah Yeah. if there's maybe even just one other person experiencing that you can hope the universe will connect the two of you right Uh, yeah I was like I don't know who needs to hear this well and you post stuff like that too you're like and the stuff that you post in your captions, I'm like, how does she know like what I'm going through? And <laughs> like, I feel like you speak to me so much when you post stuff oh, and nice. stuff that I struggle with. So that's well, magical. <laughs> and I get that a lot, but a lot of that comes from just, I mm-hmm. think similarly when we photograph ourselves, like just trusting where it's going instead yeah. of like, I think one of the hurdles for a lot of people with taking self-portraits is that they'll be like, oh, I want to do the thing. And then very quickly their brains like, that's a dumb idea you know yeah. and then they they're like oh yeah that's stupid and then they just don't do it and then make up another excuse yeah well, I think- and fail hard that's what I always say like if like if it fails then you can always reshoot it. and like doing self-portraits I feel like it's a very safe space like no one's watching me do it like it's very a private thing and I can delete like I delete so many pictures <laughs> versus what I end up posting um and but you know to you know working with other photographers and like dabbling with modeling and stuff it's a totally different experience. Like, um, and so I appreciate my clients so much and like applaud them for like the stuff they do. Cause it's so hard when it's, when there's another person there, but it's also so much more fun when you're with other people. So yeah, it's just, it is just a very different experience. Now you uh, mentioned like in your little intro thing that you obviously have a very busy household. Um, And so how do you make, how do do you make time for your self-portraits? Because that's like a big obstacle for a lot of people is Mm -hmm. that they're like, oh, I just don't have the time. Like I've got Mm -hmm. kids and I've got work and I've got like all this other stuff to do, but I'm like the queen of procrastination. Like I have so many things that I need to do, but I'm like, I'm going to go take selfies because like, I think it's important to focus, you know, like I spend time on my kids. I spend time on my husband. I spend time on my dog. Like, why would I not spend a couple hours a week on myself? You know? And I think that's like a a motherhood thing too, a lot. Um, For me, I just, I, I honestly just schedule it in. Like usually on one day of the week that I don't have a photo shoot, I'm like, that's my day. Like I'm going to do selfies that day. And I always do it when the kids are at school or out of the house. So it's like nice and quiet. And Um, also your house is like amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Like seriously, it is like a dream. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So grateful. I'm so lucky that I have it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what, one reason why, like, it's easy for me to say, like, just make the time, but I don't have kids and like my husband's like, quite independent like we don't we don't see each other all the time or whatever 
And so it's easy for me to say like, yeah, just find the time, but hearing it from somebody that does have kids and does, you know, I schedule it in, I plan it out. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do selfies on this day and try and think of like, you know, what am I going to do? Or like, what's the theme kind of a thing. And sometimes I just go for it and I don't really have a plan, but usually I have kind of like an idea in my head of what I want to capture or like an example image or something. Yeah. So talk me through that process for yourself. Like, what are you inspired by for your self-portraits? Like, I know for me, if I like different clothing pieces, sometimes I'm inspired by clothing a lot of times too. Yeah. It just kind of comes all over the place. Like if I have a new lingerie thing, for sure. I love being inspired by fashion. I love that. Um, Or if I have, like, I've been inspired by paintings before. I've been inspired by other photographers. Um, Inspired by just a thought or like, I mean, sometimes like I'll see something in my head and I'm like, like the porno mags, like the Playboy thing. Like I've seen a bunch of other photographers do stuff like that. Like I couldn't say like which image specifically, like I was inspired by, but I was like, I just want to do like- yeah, like I was like porno mags and I'm like, and I was like, okay, what, what do I want to wear? What's like set? And I ended up doing it like right here. And I was like, I feel like this will work out good. So it's, it's just kind of an organic process. And yeah, a lot of times inspired by fashion though. Yeah. Cause I feel like if I am inspired by like a certain pose or like a certain model, like a lot of like modeling pages, I'll be like, oh, I love this pose with her legs just like this. But like on me, I'm like, I'm five, two. So like, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't because my body's different. And sometimes that's frustrating because it's like, I'll never be able to do that pose, but um, it's, it's hard to like try and recreate something exactly. Like I just kind of go like, okay, these vibes, or I'm like, you know, I want to do something with fruit. So it's like, you know, or I like, I want to do something with milk and I'll just kind of go from there. Do you find, I know for me, like when I start, like, I'm like, Hey, here's the idea. And this is where we're going. And this is the start. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of like, I'm like, yeah, get here. (laughs) Like there's like other elements and like, I'm like, what do I have that I could just like, kind of like let it flow. Yeah. I usually just to kind of stay in one spot. I don't really move the camera around very much. And so that's like a good limiter for me because when I start to move the tripod around, it just gets too complicated and it gets overwhelming so I'm like okay this is the angle we're working with and then I'll just kind of like do my thing in front of the camera which is so much easier yeah Yeah, I really like that idea and then it is easier to when you're editing because then if it's like tilted just a little bit you can like copy the crop for like all the pictures yeah Yeah, and they're always tilted so yeah I feel that's that's why I said that I'm like I feel that (laughs) because I'm always like just slightly I know I'm always like "Uh." (laughs) yeah it's a good time um so yeah so what would you say to somebody that is kind of like hesitant to doing self-portraits or like how how would you encourage somebody else to consider like even if it's just with their phone because like not everyone listening to this is a photographer some of them are just uh regular human people that want to take like sexy selfies yeah uh, with their phones or things like that but a lot of things get in the way like their mindset yeah Yeah. I would say the best advice that I have is to just remove all expectations. Like if you're like, I'm going to get, you know, 10 pictures in these poses, like it's, you're not going to, it's not going to happen. Most likely don't don't have any, all expectations, just like enjoy yourself, like have a good time, like just like vibe with yourself and have fun and be playful and be creative. And it takes a lot of work. Like, I mean, on my page, I, I don't delete anything. Like you can go back and see the first selfies I ever took. And like, they're not as good as the ones that I take now for sure. But, 
um, it takes a lot of practice, you know, and I've had sessions where I was disappointed with them, but it's just kind of like, that's, that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Like you have to work through that discomfort. And yeah, the first selfie session you take is not going to be your best for sure. Have you ever, uh, I know for me, sometimes it sometimes chalk it up to mood or whatever, but sometimes I'll go in like really, really wanting to do a specific idea, but it just, that's usually how I am. It like doesn't translate. And then it's like, uh, but like you want it so bad, like have like really loose kind of like a loose idea of a theme and just kind of like be comfortable and like do comfortable poses and like be natural. Like I love the, like the porno mag was one of my favorite shoes. Cause I had, I could hold the magazines with my hands and I could like it. I just love that. Like kind of storytelling aspect where it feels more natural versus like the poses. I love the poses like that, but like where you're kind of like, you're bending your back a lot, or you're really uncomfortable. Like those end up usually not being my favorite pictures. Um, th- for me personally, like I love the ones like when my cat shows up and <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, I'm just kind of like chilling and and just like sitting naturally, even I, I tend to like those pictures more. I'm not really sure why, but I think that's like, and, and that's the other beautiful thing that doing self-portrait is because you get to see yourself in so many different ways right? Yeah. through the whole thing that you can start yeah. to recognize like, and I don't know if this has influenced your boudoir photography at all, but I realized yeah. like taking my self-portraits influenced my yes. business a lot. And the yes, way that I'm like, wait, why am I making people hurt themselves like this hurts more than I thought it did Uh or like what would it look like if we just did it in a way that was more comfortable um or even yeah Yeah, my portraits direct my 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 client work a lot yeah yeah and even like my editing style like Mm -hmm. um, getting rid of photoshop I did Mm -hmm. that because I stopped photoshopping my own photos yeah I was like wait why am I doing this like it it gave me to question why I was doing the things that I thought I had to do in the business right right like and then that time while you're creating like your brain is able to like think these thoughts right right and it's like why do I like this picture so much and then I you know it's kind of like well I think I like it because I'm just kind of like I'm just doing my own thing I'm just you know it feels more natural it feels more comfortable it feels more like me versus like you know okay hold your finger two inches forward and like really point that toe. Okay. Arch that back. Okay. This will be perfect. Just cock your head a little bit. Like I hate distorting my, like forcing my clients into this like mold. And so I'm trying to kind of be more like just sit on the couch, how it feels comfortable and play with your hair. Like you're taking a shower or just like, kind of like pull on your bra strap or look out the window. And I, I love those pictures the most where there's like a little bit of movement and there's like a naturalness to it. Um, so yeah, yeah. that's, definitely that's born from my self-portraits I think a lot yeah yeah I think that's a a big part of it especially being in the boudoir industry I think like since the Mm -hmm. creation of like Facebook groups it has actually done a disservice to artists Mm -hmm. because we are like oh that's what I have to have to do like I have Mm -hmm. this is the thing that's selling so I should do that so Mm -hmm. then we do those things and we're like yeah they're nice Mm -hmm. but it's like but then when we give ourselves this time and it almost is like a reflection time it's akin to I would say like any any hobby that people have where their hands are busy so their mind can go and do what it needs to do and and process things so you have a lot of like aha moments yeah there's definitely like a lot of tension between like wanting to do what other people do and just kind of wanting to do my own thing so I did a couple of selfies where like I had no makeup on 
or like selfies, a lot of selfies where I'm just nude and I'm like, um, I don't have like a makeup artist that comes into the studio. And like, I feel there's a lot of like, like, am I missing out on a potential here? Or, um, you know, cause I, that's one thing that a lot of photographers do that I don't do. I don't have a makeup artist in the studio. I, I think I do want to add it on at some point, but I don't want it to be like, you have to be made up in order to be photographed. Like, I, th I think beautiful, like women are beautiful just when they wake up in the morning, like you don't need fake eyelashes on, but I love fake eyelashes at the same time. <laughs> so like, there's a lot of conflict there because I feel like I can conquer the world with fake lashes on, but this, you don't need it. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where one thing that I changed in my boudoir business was like, instead of being like, well, this is how it is now, instead of questionnaires mm -hmm. that are like, what do you want? Like, yeah. here are some things, reasons why you might want makeup. Here are some reasons why you might not want. Like for me, yeah. I, every time I've had makeup on, I, the photos are fine, but I don't recognize myself at all. Cause I never right, yeah. wear makeup in my life. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so all I, all I remember is like how itchy my eyes were and how much yeah. how quickly I smudged the makeup. Uh, yeah, because you're not used to wearing it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So for me now, even if I'm being photographed by other people, I will not get makeup done because I yeah. don't care. Because you feel disconnected. And yeah, that's the thing for me is that I want women to feel like themselves more than anything else. Um, feeling beautiful and feeling sexy is awesome. But if you feel like a sh you're looking at a stranger, there's going to be a disconnect there. So I want people to feel like it's them in the pictures for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely something that I also struggle with, even the sexiness part. Like it wasn't until I realized like a big part of that, it was almost like I was performing sexiness, if that makes sense, yeah. because I'm asexual. Yeah. So like, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Like I was, and which is why I'm glad to see like, the genre of boudoir is becoming more like empowerment yes. which is like yes. I love that. Have to touch your body if that's not what you wanted like if that's yeah. not what you do that yeah. way yeah you I love that yeah but but I definitely love and that's the thing I love about your self-portraits actually is that you know there is definitely sexuality in there but it's more sensual mm -hmm. and definitely what what it sells to me in that mm -hmm. way is very much this like like you are worth that time to yourself mm -hmm. yeah like luxuriating in your beauty mm -hmm. kind of yeah thing. extra I like feeling very extra I'm like how can I make this more extra like let's add more glitter let's add more candles let's add more you know yeah and, and it, well, and I don't know <laughs> and, I, and the and I think that's what I love about it though is like the extra isn't Extra, you, though like yeah. that's the thing is like you, you the way you show up in your photos anyways even if you have makeup on or whatever mm -hmm. which I, don't, I never even noticed to be honest but um or even the lingerie you have on while it's beautiful mm -hmm. it's like the extra is happening around you and then yeah, I like the woman to be the focus for sure yeah, yeah I like exactly. to be the focus and I mean I do love um I I just got a backdrop so I've been kind of like experimenting with like really having the woman as the vote like no and that's yeah, kind no of still a struggle for me because like even when I did the backdrop I still had props I still had a chair I still had a blanket like so it's really hard for me to kind of like just try and like really strip down and do like a minimalistic thing but I, I'm experimenting with that like I love that like experiment with everything like you don't have to like say oh this is the kind of photographer I am and I'll never do anything with a backdrop you know, like just have fun and experiment with it. And maybe there's like a marriage there between like doing the backdrop and having a lot of props. And maybe that's my, that maybe that's where I'll land. I don't know, but I love like my sets. I love my little couch and I love the, I love that kind of stuff. Cause I feel like it's setting a scene. It's like setting like a story. Um, 
more than just like something that's really simple. Yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, it's like it's like I want to feel like I'm in a movie kind of. Yeah, but but you capture it so well, Uh, and I think it's like really one of those things that that when people like go more towards traditional boudoir, that that they get away from the storytelling and more. I think the difference between capturing and creating, like Mm -hmm. I think you capture what could be. Um, whereas a lot of times when it's like, no, do this very specific thing and don't move, it's mm-hmm. very much creating what you think it should be instead of just letting it flow. Capturing, yeah. I just like to let it flow. And like anyone who's ever worked with me, they know that I am an overshooter and like, I'm proud to say that I'm an overshooter. Like I know a lot of photographers are like, girl, you got to get that under control. Like 200 pictures of two. And I'm like, sometimes I'll have what? a thousand pictures, yeah. sometimes I'll have a thousand pictures for like an hour I'm just like especially like if people because like you do movement as well and so do I so so I take so many pictures yeah and I'm not ashamed of it and I will always do that and I don't care if I get a picture yeah and I don't care if it takes me longer to edit like that's the part that I love is like cuddling up with my iPad and drinking coffee and like culling like that's part of the art for me is culling and picking the best images and so t- talk to me a little bit about your editing process. Like you don't have to go through, spe- but you have a pretty specific style. It's very, well, recently anyways, like yeah. you're probably like me where it changes just based on. Yeah, I'm always changing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like right now, I don't like, like commitment. Yeah. Kind of vibe, right. Where it's like a lot softer and grainy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So where, where did that inspiration come from? And like, how do you achieve it basically? So like I started doing, um, I do like, for my photo sessions, I have three different sessions that they can book. So one is like a mini session. I call it a poem session. And those are like ones where I can like experiment with creative stuff. Like um, I did one with like a black bath bomb and like a bunch of candles in my tub. So it's like one set, one kind of vibe. Um, And then the second one is like an hour long shoe. And it's, I think it's two sets. Like they get to pick their two favorite sets for my studio. And then like the full session is like all the sets. Like I spend a ton of time on you. Like we get a bunch of in-between pictures. Um, so it started with the, the mini sets. I had a model come in and she's like, have you ever tried to shoot through like cellophane, like gift wrap? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen other people doing that. And she's like, you should try it. And so she gave me this like gift wrap and I'm like shooting through it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. This is so much fun. <laughs> and so she, and I was like, I have these like prism things. Cause she was like, oh, I really want a prism. I was like, I'll trade you my crystal prism for your $1 like gift wrap. And it was the best trade ever. Like I was so happy with it. I loved it so much. And it was like, kind of like purple and green tones. So I was like, <clears throat> I want to incorporate this, these kind of vibes into all my work, but I didn't like the color. <clears throat> and so I was like, well, what's something that's like clear, that's still pretty. And I kind of experimented with um, gift wrap that was just like gold and I would like crinkle it up and it was like too, it was too thick. So I'm like, I was like making my kids snack and I'm like Ziploc bag. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that might work. And so I like started experimenting like with my selfies, like with a Ziploc bag over it. And then sometimes they were like a little bit too hazy. So I experimented with like just tearing a hole in it. So I can kind of like control the focus. So that's it. It's literally just a Ziploc bag with a hole. And for my selfies, I can't control it. So I usually just, it's just a Ziploc. I don't have my camera up here, but it's just like a Ziploc bag over the, like with a scrunchie over it. And then you put elastic over it. That's what my, my, yeah. my self portraits I took yesterday. I cut out uh-huh. my garbage bag. Cause it was like, yeah garbage bag and then I was like oh scrunchie we'll take that out yeah this is why I love self-portraits it's like the mother of innovation you're like oh yeah I've done so many creative things yeah (laughs) so many creative things like my tripod it doesn't 
it can't really shoot down. So I had this like whole system rigged with like hair ties and like stuffed animals that I just found around my house, like to get that to work. And yeah, it's just fun to be creative and solve problems like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's also like, obviously you have a bunch of sets that you love building. Like that's the thing is with self-portraits, I love the most is like you spend time building the stuff, creating the outfits, the wardrobe, yeah. like trying clothes on different than how it's meant to be worn. Mm-hmm. Backdrops can be anything and everything, like even right, yeah. the thing. I don't know. I just like... I think it like self-portraits takes us back to when we first started photography, when you didn't know anything and you're like, let's just see what this does. Let's just, mm-hmm. because we've already kind of figured out the camera part of it. It's right. like you to play with the other parts of it and say like, I wonder what would happen if I did this. But I think a lot of photographers get away from that experimental mm-hmm. um, kind of vibe. And which is why I think slowly the business erodes the artist. Yes. Yes. And I have, I have another business too, which is like my graphic design business, which is very much work for me. That's very much business for me. There's not very much joy there anymore. And so I feel like photography was kind of born out of that, like boredom maybe with my other job. Cause I wanted to be creative and play and experiment. And so like, I'm always going to work with friends, work with models, collaborate with people and like do selfies. Like, I think it's so important to incorporate play into work so you don't get burnout. And so it doesn't just feel like a job. Yeah. I think that's like super important is to, um, that that's the one thing that I always tell photographers, like, if you're like bored with your job, like if you don't want to get burnt out, spend time with yourself, like, Mm -hmm. like just, even if it's like 15 minutes and everyone's like, well, it takes me longer to set my stuff up. And I'm like, listen, you don't even need a tripod. You can prop it up on a desk or a shelf with like a book underneath the lens and call it a day. Like, yeah, just don't drop your camera. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. I'm like, but it doesn't even have to, you can use a old point and shoot film camera. Like you you can use an iPhone and do video and just like screenshot the video. That's why I tell people that don't have professional photography to do. Yeah. Yeah. So do you do that as well? Like, like when you don't, like maybe you're not in the mood to take photos on your phone or on your camera that you just will sometimes set up your phone or do you usually take the time now? Yeah. I I do selfies with my phone. Yeah, sure. Not as often, but yeah, I would say that I do. Yeah. Yeah. I tried that for me, but I don't have an iPhone. So maybe that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's the one downside to not be an eye person. Uh It's yep. like my camera's okay, but not great. So yeah. that's awesome. So do you um so what is something that you're looking forward to creating self-portrait wise coming up? Oh goodness. I was thinking about that today. Um I'm really inspired by milk right now. Like I want to do something with milk. I have no idea. Still fleshing that out. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> it is messy. I like messy stuff though. Like that's those are like the most fun shoots that are like destructive I feel like sometimes but yeah I don't know well I know that's like my whole basement and like I always say like self-portraits are kind of like sex in the moment anything goes and you're like this is amazing (laughs) and then afterwards you're like oh god what did I do (laughs) I've had a lot of sessions where I'm like I think those were all shit like I wish I had more time like Mm. these are all gonna be garbage and I'd be kind of upset about it and then I'd go and look at them later and I'd be like oh my god these are so good what was I thinking (laughs) And so that's, that's great too. And I I've noticed that as I've, as I've taken so many selfies, like I, I do selfies probably once a week, self-portraits once a week. 
And I've noticed that I will save a lot more pictures than I used to. Like I am not deleting as many as I used to. And I don't know if it's that maybe I'm just getting more comfortable in front of the camera. I'm getting a little bit better at modeling, or it could just be that I'm like, okay, like I accept this picture of myself. Like this is okay. You know? And so there's a lot of acceptance there. I think, yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I similarly notice as well after doing self-portraits for like, I don't know, two years, very consistently, like almost every yeah. day I take self yeah. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, you get used to seeing your body in all sorts of different ways right. and like yeah. even facial expressions and things like that. And eventually mm-hmm. you just are like, yeah, that's just what it is. It doesn't yeah. like take away from my worth or value as a human. Yeah. Like, I wish my goal is that I could someday look at like a gallery of my pictures. Like I look at a gallery of my clients because I look at a gallery of my clients and they're like, they're all so good. And I love all of them. They look just like them, but I know that they're going to look at those and they're like how I look at my pictures. I know that that's going to happen. And I just, that's my goal is to someday be able to see myself, like how I see other people. Oh, well, yeah. And the more you do it, the The more you do it. Yeah. The more accepting you get. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say self-portraits are definitely a good form of exposure therapy. And actually, like right now, I have my course running. That's the Love Thy Selfie, which is self-portraits. But it's actually less about the self-portraits and more about the fear of self-portraits and exposure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting to go through that process on my own. Like when I really stopped to think about like, what do you do when you have a photo that may like, what do I do? What do, what are the thoughts that come up when mm-hmm. I see a photo that I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like, and like all those thoughts are still there that I thought I had dealt with, you mm-hmm. know, like through my body image journey. So how, how have self-portraits in that way helped you with your body image? If you had body image issues or anything like that, have you noticed a shift or even maybe not just body image, but self-image? I think. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely a lot more confident now than I used to be. I feel like I, um, I don't know. I feel like I just hold myself differently um, because I'm not, I'm less worried about what, how I come across to people. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just living like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like there was a time before photography where like, I would not even leave the house to check the mail if I didn't have like my mascara on and like very concerned about how I looked. And now I'm just kind of like, I can look, you know, with messy hair and no makeup on and go to the store. Like, that's okay. I can look like that. And I can look like, you know, how I do in my self-portraits, like they're both okay. And, you know, women live so many, they have so many different parts of their personality and they have so many different, you know, jobs or different functions. And I feel like that's okay. You know, and like a lot of, you know, feeling like lonely in some pictures or like, like the difference between like solitude and loneliness. I think that's been like a big thing for me too, because the self-portraits too, they also started during the pandemic when I couldn't photograph clients. I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? Cause I still wanted to use my camera and not get, let it get dusty. And the pictures that I took initially, like I felt so like lonely, but I think that being alone with yourself, you learn so much about yourself. And so there's, there's a good lesson there. Well, and that was for me, like, and it was also out of the pandemic that I got back in touch with self-portraits because of the same thing. I'm like, oh, I haven't picked up in like two months. And I was like, that's enough. Stop it. And then, but I realized prior to that, I wouldn't give myself time. And even though I don't have kids or whatever, my business 
fitness was my everything. But all of a sudden now I had all this time to like spend time with myself. And I realized that was something that I'd been missing for the last five years. Yeah. During the pandemic, I learned so much about myself. It was like a rock my world, but yeah, that's why I'm like, I know lots of bad stuff. It it was also like a really dark time. Like it was, it was dark. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I learned so much about myself. So I, I just try to take the best from it. Yeah. And I think going back to that part about how like women have different, they're multifaceted and all that good stuff. I think it's interesting if we think about like how it doesn't matter what a woman does, it's bad is what we're taught. Like, oh, you don't wear makeup. That's terrible. Oh, you wear makeup. Oh, that's too much. Like, come on, like, let let us just exist in whatever we want to do. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Like literally everything is condemned for women. And so that's why I love the idea of self-portraits and like today, this is what I feel like. And I'm going to reclaim that by documenting it in photographic form, even if nobody Mm -hmm. else sees it. Like, and that's why I said at, when I when I die I told my husband if I go first I'm like we will have a cemetery which is where every photo that I've ever taken on, uh, on my hard drive you better print out I want yeah. people to know that I did not just exist in one way they yeah. need to see like the different ways that I looked yeah. um, even the not super flattering uh-huh. you know I'm like show yeah. people all the bits yeah <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I very much am like, and I think that's why I like kind of the more film aesthetic and like the grainy, like kind of nostalgic feeling because I think it kind of reminds people that like everything is temporary. And like, I love that like theme of temporariness. Like we are very temporary. And sometimes I get a lot of anxiety when I think about like aging or, you know, what's going to happen in 10 years, what's going to happen in five years. Like And I just try to like live in the moment and not stress about that stuff. And I think following like other accounts with um, like older people, like I think is so healing for me, like um, Batty Winkle, I think is her name on Instagram. Like I love her. Like that's going to be me. Like those are my goals. Like Instagram probably won't even be a thing, but like, I want to be like her. I want to be just like, I want to be like sunshine for people. Yeah. Like I, who cares what I look like, you know? Yeah, I, I love that. I'll do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, where can people find more of your work? I'm definitely big on Instagram until I get banned, but my, my username is naked Nikki, N A K E D N I C C I. And and then I'm I have my blog and my website is I love my butt.com. Oh, that's awesome. I bought a uh, bumsandtums.com. I have so many okay domains that I'm like why like but also I'm also like don't get rid of it because you never know (laughs) yeah like there's so many but I love the vanity url yeah I love my book.com I love it that's me people always spell my name wrong so that's why I have a weird name yeah yeah so it's just easier to be like don't you're gonna put two r's in my name just yeah something else (laughs) I get it I love that. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this little podcast. Yeah. And for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom about why people should do self-portraits and everyone should go follow you because it's very inspirational and beautiful. If you just want like content that makes your heart happy, go look at it. (laughs) Because it, it really is soothing. I think that's a good way. Like, even though it's like sensual or sexual, it's very, uh-huh. you're, 
your work and the way you edit it is very soothing to look at. Mm-hmm. It is very, it's that rooted in nostalgia, I think. Which yeah. And not and not in like a selective color kind of nostalgia. We're talking like beautiful nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. like visual so, ASMR. <laughs> yes, definitely. So yeah. thank you so much for that. Thanks.